0: of The Ocarina of Time theme that I'm leading this episode with It sounded absolutely nothing like it Welcome to episode 92 of Savage. Your Average Ordinary really I'm really bad I'm Dan I'm Ben And we're, we're the, the Torres the brothers. Brothers. brothers That was
1: really bad No it wasn't Dan I was gonna ask you what are you doing It was I so good I tell what you were doing It
0: was so good
1: it was perfect. It was not good.
0: Yeah, it was. It was not good that was dead on. That's exactly what the Ocarina was of Time at the U sounds like. If you go to the opening credits of that, that's what
1: it is. Instrument for instrument. You'll find right next to Ocarina player Dan Torres. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Only does the voice. Yeah. You imagine how horrible that would be. You're so rude.
0: God. It would be that would I mean, be the best horrible. video game experience so you've ever bad. had in it would your be entire so life. Horrible. It would be awful. Me just doing all the voices for all your characters in the video game. Come on, that'd be perfect.
1: No, not that. The ocar just replacing the ocarina song. Okay, both. No,
0: I do no. the music and no, all the voices.
1: No, just no. sit. I I could just sit next to you with your TV on mute. First of all, there's a reason why Zelda doesn't have any voices. <laughs> Second of all, the music is the best part of it. If you ruin it with that sham of uh, of what you say is a copy of that song. It is.
0: It's exactly you go to the you go to the intro that's exactly what it sounds like. Christ. Jesus has nothing to do with this.
1: It hurts. It hurts from that.
0: I could just, anything you need me to do from that game, like, it would, I would do a perfect rendition of it. No. Like the, uh, inside the Great Deku Tree, when it's like, do, 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 do. What the hell is that? Do, do, do. That's,
1: what? Doo, 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 doo. That's what it sounds like do sorry song <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> right It hurts my head. that'd be great, and then all that the voices was really bad <laughs> I could do the voices too. Every time the owl pops up, I'd be like, Hey, what's up, Link? This is what you need to do, man. You need to go to the castle, alright? You need to talk to Zelda, and then you need to go to this mountain and do the thing. Did you catch what I said? That you accidentally hit no, and he's like, Okay, you gotta listen a little bit closer this time. I, I... So you go go to the castle, you go talk to Zelda... And then you go, go to the mountain, you'll get the stone. Did you hear what I said? You accidentally hit no again. You know how it goes.
1: That'd be horrible. I (laughs) I couldn't listen to that. Especially, listen, it'd be fine if I didn't keep pressing no. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But you would just keep pressing
0: no over and over again because that's how the game is laid out.
1: So you go down the street. You take a left at, at Bridgerton, and you take a right at North and Fifth. Oh, you see, God. You, did you hear what I said? No. Okay, so let me. So you take the backyard <laughs> over there, and it, it, it would just go on. And yeah, run. exactly. I,
0: you know, in hindsight, did I. Did you ever actually read what he said? Yeah, oh, like some of the times, like the first couple of times I played, I never read what he said. It's probably why I got lost when it, I was but. when I was a younger like video game tot. I, I used to like read everything with it. So I I've definitely read the dialogue in the game at least once or twice. But like after a while, you know, you just skip through whatever the hell. I played Fallout Four so many times, like I could tell you like dialogue from mm-hmm. certain points. Like okay, this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this. Same with Skyrim. This happens or this happens. Can tell you, well, like...
1: Fallout and Skyrim are easy. Can tell you the whole... Their uh, NPC dialogue are just so... But, like, even, like, then, the, also, like the Thieves Guild quest... a million... Right. You've played them a million times. The Thieves Guild quest, I could, like, list off everything you have to do with it right now. Mm, that's gross. What? It's gross that you can do that right now.
0: It's not gross.
1: Off the top of your head. It's my favorite quest in Skyrim.
0: And it's specifically because of the Nightingale armor that you
1: get with That's it. That's my favorite quest in Skyrim.
0: I don't know what my favorite one is. My favorite thing to do, which is a challenge, this was my favorite time I ever played through Skyrim, and the build was just so OP. Um, I left, uh, Dragon's Reach or whatever gets uh destroyed in the first, uh. In the first sequence, I always forget.
1: Halgen? Helgen. Helgen, mm-hmm. Helgen. Um where they mention the first game. Or the game before it. Where they mention where you're
0: yeah, where you're coming in on the cart and mm-hmm. you're you're killed hey, you and
1: you, you finally you, leave.
0: Right, exactly. Um you leave there and keep in mind at this point you don't have fast travel or nothing yet, because right. we haven't really discovered much. Right, right. So you leave there and you go. All the way southeast to Riften. You just start walking. You just go. You just like any landmarks you could pick up along the way, you do it. But you immediately go from there to the Thieves Guild. And this is specifically, this is for when I wanted to do like a sneak build. Like a sneak and bow. Specifically, okay. so I left there, went all the way to Riften and did the Thieves Guild quest. So, not only did my sneak and stuff like have a cheat code right off the jump, I also had the Nightingale armor and the Nightingale bow right off the jump. Wow, holy it was, shit! Yeah, exactly. So, after that, everything because your sneak gets so good eventually, like you could just level it up to the point where you're like next to people and they won't see you at all mm-hmm. and that was one of my favorite i just loved it
1: that is yeah the sneak is awesome man.
0: it's such a good build mm-hmm. it's, it's such a fun game in general but okay <laughs> so the reason why i did the ocarina theme which by the way bold choice in hindsight for sure probably could have gone with the majora's mask one, and it would have been a little bit easier mm-hmm. like did did it 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 did. That would have been a little bit more recognizable, right? Just a tad bit, maybe not entirely, but like just this.
1: That's like it's not. That's not even the George Mask.
0: (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Well, it's the it's the Clock Town. I I understand.
1: Yeah, I understood what you were saying, but like (laughs) what? It's like the town. You would have recognized it. No, but isn't it yeah. it's, isn't it isn't played in, like, the towns? And stuff? No, it's yeah. not. Um, no, yeah, I thought it was.
0: Well, it's played in the towns, but I don't think it's played at, like, the opening theme. I thought
1: that's what you were getting. No, at. and, yeah, in Ocarina of Time, when you go into... Oh, in Ocarina of
0: Time, it's not played in that one. Majora's Mask, the one is slightly different than the other. Oh, really? Yeah. Um ocarina of time in the marketplace it's that one that they do and then in the other one it's that's what like they do in like the main house for the both of them you never
1: realized that difference before Maybe I'm just confusing it. I don't know. But it's, it's been a while since I've played the games. They're I, so good. Why am I confusing that? But the
0: reason I brought them up is because
1: it's Tears of the Kingdom Weekend.
0: It is out. Did you get it? Not yet. Um, Friday, I'm getting it. And then I'm handing it right to John because that's our agreement for... Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS5, which is fine, I can absolutely hold off playing Tears of the Kingdom a little bit. I got some stuff you to got, play. The
1: thing about it this way, you got a PS5 for seventy bucks. Yeah,
0: yeah, and like I don't care about that, but <laughs> yeah. like, excuse me, I just burped away from the mic, but it probably yeah, still so picked yeah, it up a um, little bit. My thing was, I waited a while to get a Switch, but I heard how good Breath of the Wild was, um, and when I finally got it there weren't many spoil there's not really Zelda spoilers out there too much unless you belong to like certain like I definitely belong to certain Zelda Reddits that will have uh like spoilers and stuff out for this mm-hmm. but um for the most part, the casual fan is not going to spoil Zelda for you, especially when it's so freaking massive that there's not gonna be tons to spoil with that but uh. I'm excited for it. I really, really am. Breath of the Wild was so freaking cool, and Tears of the Kingdom is just going to be so much cooler. It was you that told me that there's probably underwater exploration in this game, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm super stoked for it. I really hope it's true. I do, too. Tyler sent me this. Oh, no. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> for those at home, oh!
1: <laughs> wow,
0: dude, he crashed straight
1: into the... into the bushes.
0: Ah. Uh, It's one of the best (laughs) scenes in any comedy movie ever. Uh, Think what I'm thinking. Shout out to Tyler. And for the bushes. No bushes in sight whatsoever. And the shot of that scene is so good, too, because they start it, like, right at their back so that you see, like, the view they're seeing. And then as it's panning up more, you're like, there is literally nothing for them to land on at all. They're just doing a straight jump on the concrete, and then they just hit the ground as soon as you realize. Mm, such a beautifully timed, mm. such a beautifully timed uh, comedy piece. Yeah, I'm so excited for Cheers of the Kingdom. As a massive Zelda fan, my only video game tattoo so far is a Triforce on my foot, um, but. As a Zelda fan, I am just so massively excited to see what this game is going to bring and what it's
1: going to do. Me too. Me too. I am excited to see what happens with it. I I wasn't a huge fan of the weapon durability. I'll get over it. I just like. Um. Someone has beat the game already in ninety-four minutes. Apparently, this game, you could literally beat right away, just like the last one. You could just go and beat it. You can, but who wants to do that? Like, it, think about that, though. That is so amazingly, awesomely challenging. It's, it definitely that's is. that's so cool. But And how did someone figure that out in that quick of time? That's insane. Yeah. Because people, <sighs> people get lucky sometimes, too. you got to remember. I don't know if that was the case, but they obviously worked hard at it. I'm trying to think of – I'm not trying to, like,
0: counterpoint you. I'm just trying to think of how I want to phrase what's coming. We live in an age where it's about, like, what's what's the maximum amount of clout I can get off of a video game? And those people that are doing that in like ninety three minutes, those are the people that are looking for that type of like
1: I wouldn't say that. But all it the time. it kinda takes the enjoyment out of it, well, don't you think? A little bit? No. Cause I think speed I've tried speed running just levels of stuff. Sure. To see what I can do. It's fun. But like it's really fun. But you they're know? games that you've played before, right?
0: Most of the time. That's the thing. So when you're playing a video game for the first time, your goal is to speed run it. You know, you don't want to, like, enjoy it and, like, see what the game's about. Well, That's what yeah. I, like, I I love, like, the memories I have just exploring video games. Like, in Fallout 4, the first time, like, I saw a deathclaw in the wild, and I literally just dropped my controller and let it kill me out of respect. Because of how cool they looked. I really I did. You're a loser. <laughs> Dude, it rolled up on me on a cliff. And it was like I the so the first time I played that mission with the Minutemen, I killed the death claw so quick I didn't realize it was a death claw coming up. Mm. So I didn't get a great look at it. Like I didn't see it in full. So I was walking somewhere in a while, and I was below something, and all of a sudden, one was screaming on a cliff over me, just screaming, and it was like, when I saw it like that, I was just like, okay, I can't, I can't fucking kill you.
1: (laughs) That's when you start running, at least.
0: fight or flight, man. I mean, yeah, but I killed way more of them after that, but... It's just like, but that was the first time. Like I said, I like the experience of it. I don't do that in like, Fallout's the only time I would do something like that because I know obviously I'm going to respawn right away and like that's it. But uh, I don't know, speed running a new game in like 95 minutes just because, to me, I don't know, there's something with that.
1: I don't know. I think it's even, a fun thing. The,
0: I dog people. Tyler for how ba- how fast he beats stuff, but even he, like, takes a little bit more time than that, well, I feel yeah,
1: like. Yeah, yeah, but we have, like, lives and stuff like that going on. They probably don't have much going on, and they're, they're yeah, able that's true. to just, you know.
0: Get paid to be doing the video game, games. Yeah. yeah, Must be fucking nice. Absolutely.
1: Wouldn't that be the life? If we just got paid a podcast and video game, I'm thinking about it, man. I'm thinking about it, just <laughs> dropping everything and just hopping on Twitch and just risking it all. Yeah, I mean, you know, all you How I'll do only fans at this point. All you got to do, do is like, I'm just kidding.
0: Put a thousand dollars on something that automatically hits. You know, DraftKings is a thing where in baseball games you could pick. Whether in the next pitch is I'm gonna be man. is gonna be a ball or a strike or hitting a play, you have three options. You just put it on one, either you're broke or you make money. I'm
1: not a Batman. You could be, and you could be broke. No. No I'm, I'm not, not a Batman. I'm not a coach. I bet that. you that you could never get me to bet. Okay. That's a bet. Awesome. Can't wait to show you what an <laughs> idiot you are. Yeah, yeah. What an idiot I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for taking that, man. Good Lord. Um, all right. News. You got news? Wow. Heading
1: right to news. Let's head right to news today. All right. Let's see.
0: Because I feel like we do spend some time talking about certain topics we have. Yeah. Foo right Fighters can road. chill for a sec.
1: Watch him as he goes. Um, I'm, have you tried the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Burger King Burger? No, I didn't. Isn't it red? Yeah. Do you want to go get a pretty patty with me and Tyler? Kind (laughs) of. A little bit. Oh, I wanted to ask you this real quick. What is your favorite Zelda game? Because we talked about it. I'm pretty sure it's Ocarina of Time. I knew that. I'm sorry, people. You're going to hear the mic moving. Ah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Ocarina of Time. But um, it might be Breath of the Wild now. But I was just wondering because me and Tyler were talking about it. on. on yeah, podcast. I heard you guys uh, the other day. Uh, and I was thinking
0: about that too. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I personally, I love... um. Ocarina of Time, and I love Majora's Mask, but at the time when I was playing them, like, as a kid, I was too young. Um, yeah, you did get Twilight Princess in a sweet yeah, spot. Yeah, once I got Twilight Princess, I was the right age to actually play games. I was into it. I loved the story for it. Yeah, it was like, wildly underrated Zelda. Yeah, game. that's the Zelda I consider, like, um like the one that actually got me into the whole franchise and I I loved it. I thought it was such a cool game. And a lot of a lot of people don't like it. And I thought it's crazy cuz like um like I said on my podcast it was um it won numerous awards and it was the best-selling um Zelda game yeah. until Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. So I, I I just want... I love that game. Yeah, just yeah. I just wanted to give that another shout-out because it's such a fun game. Tyler, if you have time... Play I it. I think they're adding it on the Switch like we saw. Play the game. It's so much fun. It really is. Yeah. Try it out, please. I, uh... <sighs> Breath
0: of the Wild is a nice uh kind wrap of wrap-up of everything that is Zelda. And I appreciate it for that reason. Um, And and it's so good. Majora's Mask is absolutely the best Zelda game. But it's not my favorite because I didn't get as much exposure to it as a kid as I did um, with my favorite, which is Ocarina of Time. But it was just so, like, Ocarina was so different than anything I had ever played. And it just sucked me in from the beginning. And I just, like, always wanted to, like, be Link in those moments. And there was just so much, like... I, I spent so much time just effing around in that game and not doing the actual quest because the world was so big at the time. And, like, you could just do so much within it. Um Yeah, it's... That's my favorite for those reasons. Twilight Princess, though, again, wildly underrated. That's so good. And the ambiance of that game is just
1: excellent. I love that game. It's just so – it's excellent. I Mm -hmm. love – I just love everything about that game. Me too. I love – I love Zant. I love they added a new villain to the game, but then – still in the end, oh, you have to fight Ganon anyway, you know. I, I love the game. It's so yeah. much fun. Me too. Um, let's see. Uh, Five Nights of Freddy's creator thanks fans who avoided the leaked trailer. Five Nights of Freddy's creator um, has expressed his gratitude to fans for resisting a first look at the upcoming movie adaption, after the first after an unfinished version of the trailer leaked online
0: <sighs> it's, it's cool for them to acknowledge that for yeah. sure um that's the problem with the day and age we live in right is like everything leaks nowadays uh the news came out last week that breath of uh, that tears of the kingdom leaked before mm-hmm. it even came out but that uh that's true yeah but what was cool is even with that leak, what was going on outside? Yeah, that was, uh, I don't know yeah, what that I was for it was a second. Car. Yeah, those North Carolina everybody, um, <laughs> everything leaks nowadays, right? And the mm-hmm. leaks now could either make or make or break a game. For when it comes out, that's true. Music is different because it automatically breaks music because the song is out there, and
1: it sucks too. There's leaks, there's hacks. The, of course, the the biggest one that happened recent, most, more recently, was the um, GTA Six hack and leak. Yeah, where they just straight up leaked footage of upcoming GTA Six stuff, and. Um... To be honest, I haven't seen I saw a couple clips of it. It wasn't much, but I mean, come on, man. Let them work. There's a reason why they're not finished with it yet. Stop hacking the stuff. Like they're working on it to make it the best for us. Just let them, you know, do their thing. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I I feel bad for shit that leaks and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't it's cool to see it, you know, but it's like ugh I don't know. I feel bad for when stuff leaks.
0: I know, and like, f you if you're the guy who leaks it. Like, why do you have to be that asshole?
1: I know exactly. I don't it's know. just, uh, ay, ay. all right. Um, let's see. Albert Einstein and Oppenheimer. Um, the. Uh, the MCU has been setting up the next generation of Avengers, and no one cares. Um, seven... Okay, for you, Danny, seven games like God of War worth playing in 2023. So, Hellblade, Sil- Saloon's Sacrifice, Se- Sun- Sunuas? D- John loves that game. Sunuas. Hmm. Is that the game I was asking about? Which one? The one that was... Oh, no, 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 no. no. That was something different.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah the, the one on my home screen yesterday? Yeah. No, he he had
1: a hard copy of that game, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Norse setting uh, mythological uh, exploration and or story. Um, Last of Us Part 1. Don't play Part 2. Assassin's Creed Valhalla don't bother Jotun whoa for fans of God of Wars North Mythology and or boss fights and Rise of the Tomb Raider and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor so- Although
0: I do know what happens in Survivor now, so I'm never gonna play No, I'm just kidding.
1: How dare you listen to the spoilers? We warned you. I couldn't uh, resist
0: and I hadn't and I hadn't played Fallen Order either, so it was like <gasps> I know. <sighs> oh yeah, shocking. I haven't played a video game. Mm. Me who sticks to the same stock five video games I played the past five years. Although although digressing real quick I will say on air, I've been playing the Ratchet and Clank remake oh, yeah. in the remaster. It is so good. It is so good. Do you have Rift Apart? Um, I, so it's on John's profile, so I'm going to jump on John's profile when I'm to gotcha. play that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last night, he he uh, he picks up the controller when I give it for it. He's like, uh, I'm not used to this.
1: He's Like this feels so weird in my hand. Shot. I was up. I was talking to him because um, he came to my house earlier that day, and I was I was playing on the PS5, and we were talking. And he was like, "Man, I, I I don't know. I think I'm a PC guy now." And I go, "Don't say that. Don't say that." And He goes, "Yeah, I I don't know, man. And I, we were talking, and I." It's, it's something I've heard a million times. Once you go mouse and keyboard, you almost never go back. Because it's just the reaction time you have with the mouse is just insane. So it's, I understand why it felt like foreign to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shout out to Johnny. Yeah. Well, he's a traitor, so not really. Shout out to you, John. The Beetlejuice 2 and Jenna Ortega, with Jenna Ortega and Michael Keaton, is coming in September 2024.
0: I just saw somewhere that someone else just was assigned on to the cast for that. and I can't remember who it was, but it was Somebody Big.
1: Okay. And I was like, okay. Maybe we'll touch on that. Maybe we'll touch on that. I, maybe. I but like I know I know this guy. I think it's in the news. Okay, I know the guy. It is.
0: I still don't agree with it. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with the dodgeball too. I don't
1: agree with. Oh oh oh, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, I
0: don't. I don't. I I gen. I
1: generally don't. You're not gonna agree with the next thing. Shit. Spy Kids is gonna reboot. Okay, but you got a reboot for kids. Yes, reboot that I'm fine with. Spy Kids reboot movie is coming this year. That's fine, but it, you, and I'll not it. So not number two. You're fine if it's not like a n- no. Like they a Spy did. Kid. They did several. No, no, they no, did like yeah. five Spy Kids movies. Anyway. I, I didn't mean it like that, but you meant it like how Beetlejuice is doing it. You don't need like a Beetlejuice two. You don't need
0: a Beetlejuice two.
1: However.
0: In the case of Spy Kids, Spy Kids has been a thing long enough now. I think the first movie came out in like 2000, 2001, something like that. The great Antonio Banderas in it. Um, But uh, it's been out long enough. And I feel like it's so distant from our generation or from the generation now that doing a reboot. Of spy kids is okay, like that's okay. Time has passed. You you're in a generation where there can be new kids to play spy kids. Like that all makes sense to me.
1: That's fair. Um, Doing a sequel to a movie
0: after twenty five years have already passed makes zero sense to me. Dumb and Dumber Two. When that came out, made no sense to me. Because I was like, it, you, you've been done it since the 90s. Really like, it was... I, I liked there some was, of it. It was funny how they did certain things. Certain parts. But yeah. it's like, you look at it and you're like, if two grown men are still walking around like this, like, they're dead. Like they're yeah, dead somewhere they're actually dead,
1: but like the fact that like Get the, his ass sea bass but like yeah that that
0: was cool, <laughs> like they kick his ass sea bass in the end, the shagging wagon making a uh reappearance, mm. um what's her name being uh the main
1: uh, no, Freida yeah. felcher, Freida yeah. felcher, yeah, oh, yeah being yeah. like the
0: main girl that Mister French tickler. So good.
1: Uh, Anyway, Um, anyway, let's keep moving. Anyway, um, I don't know if I could say the release date, but it won't be coming. It's this year. It won't be done until August, so it won't be any earlier than August. That's what Robert Rodriguez on Spy Kids had to say. Oh, on Spy Kids. Okay. Um, A Japanese restaurant is now selling Yu-Gi-Oh's Horrific Monster Burger. What? Commem- what is in, in this? In commemoration of the of tw- uh, the 25th anniversary of the Yu-Gi-Oh card game, Coco's restaurant in Japan will be serving up uh a dish inspired by the Ritual Monsters Hungry Burger. It looks like that is a burger oh. with
0: Oh.
1: It's just a burger with cheese. Let
0: tea. me see. I remember that card. That's kind of dope, actually. Just a
1: burger with teeth.
0: <laughs> I thought it was going to be like some weird, like, blue eyes, white dragon burger that, like, they, like, tinted blue like the Spider-Verse burger is. No, that's actually, that's yeah, cool because I it's remember fun. that. I remember yeah. that card.
1: It's fun. It's like the cheese. is like the teeth. It's fun. It's a fun little It's a thing. very
0: cool creation.
1: Um, still playing Jedi Survivor. I haven't beat the game. It's still fun, yeah. but I... I've been doing a lot of stuff in the game, and then I get off, and then I do something else. So, for example, the other day, Tyler told me about an XP farm that I could go to. I went to that XP farm, and I got every single skill point i needed to upgrade everything that's so and then i fell asleep <laughs> and then like the next day i got up and, you know after work i should say i started playing i beat a boss or two i got up to do something i turned it off that was it mm-hmm. you know so i i'm trying to play the game best i can um but I'm always just so busy. I don't I, have time. For that's getting. That's growing up. Yeah, it really is. If that's why, like you and John, were always like, "Why? You, why don't you play anything anymore?" Yeah, now John's true. like, "Hey, take my PS Five. PS Five. I don't want it anymore." And you're guy. I asked him, "Do you kind of miss it?" He was like, "Yeah, but I, I'm. I like the PC. Yeah, he really does like, like it. Does so." Um. But Marvel's Spider-Man Two prequel comic. It's now free to read on Marvel's website. Oh, cool! So if you want to read that, you're more than welcome to read it. Uh, can
0: I real quick tell you my sundry is Sunday tradition? Oh, yeah, that yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've noticed. I'm so, so I'm I'm an early riser. You probably get the same way working construction. Now I'm just always up early. Uh, I can't sleep in on days I should sleep in anymore. I slept in until seven thirty today, and that was me sleeping in. That's the longest I've slept in forever. <laughs> um. But I get up. I always play Fortnite while Julie's asleep because uh, I don't like to wake her up and, like, stay in bed and just wake her up. Yeah, so, that. um, So I always move to the den or wherever my PlayStation is. I always look, and when I go to see what friends are online, I see that you're always there. <laughs> so you're always online. And I play through, and I look to see, like, what time we're supposed to record— and I'm always checking the time. And when I'm turning my PlayStation off to come here every time, <laughs> I look at what friends are still online. And you are still online. And I'm like, well, it takes me 15 minutes well, to
1: studio to get to the studio. It takes you five Sometimes I might have the controller down and I'm not actually doing anything. To it.
0: I sometimes, I but it said you were cons- you were playing Fallen Order this morning, so I know
1: 100%. I probably was.
0: <laughs> that's why I texted you,
1: bitch, put the controller down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, my yeah, Sunday.
0: I- I'm always looking, I'm like, all right, well, and, and sometimes I'm running behind, and I'm like, is he still on? And I look yeah. and I see you're still on, I'm like, yeah, he's still on. Well, All right, I'm, I'm well, chilling I for a second. Well, I usually
1: do now because he usually text me like, on my way, and then I'll turn it off. Oh, yeah, I forgot everything you going. this morning. So, no, no worries, but, like, that's usually what I do, and then once you text me, I turn everything off <laughs> get ready to go. That's
0: so, a solid plan, honestly. I mean, early morning video gaming is honestly prime time for it. That's what I do. That's fun. Like, every morning, like, yeah. sometimes before I go to work, like, or things like that, I just squeeze a little bit.
1: of I can't. Do it before I go to work.
0: You ever get a win in Fortnite before you go in for a shift? It's one of the best feelings ever, going on top of the world.
1: No. Especially I'd be getting up and playing at, like, 5 in the morning. I just, like, it's not even a thing where I force myself to, like, get up and
0: game, or I have my alarm set to a certain time where I budget time in for it. Yeah. If I wake up at the right time and there's time for me to just hang out a bit and play a couple of games before, before yeah. I go in, I
1: will. Uh, yeah, I can't do that.
0: Or you know what? Honestly, I could probably get a level <laughs> of ra- a Ratchet and Clank done in the time it would take me before it too, quite honestly.
1: They- uh, see, I might do some Survivor, but I also – another thing is I kind of like – I kind of like beating story games and everything like that. I don't like doing that in the beginning of the day. Yeah. Cuz then I feel like I have all this adrenaline and then I'm like what do I do with it? Sometimes <laughs> but sometimes
0: late nights worse like I remember I
1: don't it, I don't do it late. No, well, yeah,
0: late night. I remember playing uh Skyrim. That's why I like it so much. Uh when I lived with aunt renee, um I had Skyrim, and I couldn't really delve into it. well, I kind of delved into it when we were home, but I delved into it more when I was over there, yeah, uh but I remember the one night I was like trying to get through this uh this grotto or this mine or something mm. like that, and I would just I got so caught up. I looked at my phone, it was 3.30 in the morning. I've been playing since, like, 10. And I had, like, a class the next day. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it just sucked me in. Sometimes games do that, too. So, like, morning at least I'm more conscious of my time and, like, what I have going and remaining. The best used to be, like, all, uh, God, it had to be, like, 13 years ago now. I used to work summers. I would do Saturday, Sunday, I would do mornings. And then – or no, sometimes Saturday I'd do nights. Saturday I would do nights. Sunday i do mornings. That would be the worst turnaround that I'd have to do. Okay. So um, I'd do Saturday night, Sunday morning, and then I would do Tuesday, Thursday. And I have Monday, Wednesday, Friday off. It was actually a nice schedule. And there were eight-hour shifts on those days. But I would close at Budways when I was over there. Oh, so yeah, my yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday shifts would be 245 to 1115, which wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Mm, it's, it's, th- it's 3 to 11 when you uh, when you think about it in those terms. But you do the fifteenth so you get those breaks in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to... I would, like, wake up sometimes uh, later on, like, Tuesdays. Like, so I'd be up at, like, maybe 10, mm-hmm. And then I'd have a couple hours. Maybe I'd game if I had time beforehand or I'd go do what I had uh-huh. to do. And then 2.45, I'd go in. And a lot of times, because Dave was working produce, he'd be working 11 to 7. Mm-hmm. So Dave would work 11 to 7. And all all the time, I'd look at Jam across the room jam 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 we're jamming so like that that was their vocabulary the whole day jamming he's uh and then he'd get out at seven he'd go all right i'll be up i'll be like and i would be like yep i'll be there and he'd always like consistently be the only one ever up like super late so we used to play uh, OG Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops 1, oh, We'd yeah, just yeah, yeah, jam yeah, yeah. multiplayer Ben, we would play for like four and a half hours together like every Tuesday and Thursday night, mm-hmm. I would just be downstairs in the living room, no one would be up it'd be just me and Dave jamming and I miss that, I'm. that's why I'm so glad that we're slowly rekindling our friendship, like I want to have him back on here at one point yeah, again so yeah. that we could establish like that relationship on the show again too hmm. but like God, like I miss like moments like that. You can't replace for anything. Yeah, that's why absolutely. I love video games. Mm-hmm.
1: Like those, even we even have we get those connections. like that. People have moments, People have best friends that they've never met, and then they finally get tickets to go fly out and meet them. P- you know, and they're still best friends.
0: Peaches, I don't know if you have heard us talk about yes. Peaches at yeah, all. Of we met her. I have. We met her off P- uh, PSN. Mm -hmm. And she and she's been a good friend of ours ever since from from that point forward. I believe it. it. Video games are great for that. Steve Mm -hmm. and I, when I was living in Kenmore, and we didn't have like we had phones and stuff, and like we'd be texting or we'd be doing stuff Mm -hmm. on Facebook, but like our interactions were through video games. Like we were, that was our thing. We were bonding through video games all the time. I skipped classes mm-hmm. so I could play the new Call of Duty maps. Sometimes I would leave campus, like just slip out at noon. Sorry, mom. I would <laughs> I would skip classes. Listen, I know she's sitting there with her jaw uh, jaw dropped right now, shaking her oh, head.
1: Oh, I'm sure her jaw is dropped to the floor, M- mom. Sure I just I just want to
0: remind you, I finished with like a three three GPA, <laughs> which is good. It's not the best. I know that. And I know that it's not my full potential. And I know I could do better. But it was really good. I had like a 3 7 in my major, which is also really good.
1: I graduated. Listen, Dan. Making the Dean's Dan, List twice. Dan, Dan, you graduated college. That's all she cares about. All yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. You graduated college. John graduated college. I. Have more news to tell. So, we, you, Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis are expected to return for a Freaky Friday sequel. Isn't that just another movie you don't care about? I certainly don't. First of all, uh, hold on! Uh, stop. Stop, stop, is, stop! 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 Right now, I'm Tears about. of the Kingdom is an unfathomable follow-up to the first one and one of the greatest games ever made. Somehow improving on its nearly every way, uh, being that was simply quality of life improvements, a genuinely exciting story, or wildly creative building mechanics that make you rethink what's possible. 10 from IGN. Wow. Really good. Really, really good. Exciting. Exciting. Uh, Disney plans. Will you pause for a no. second? Disney I am not. plans no, no, no. to pull some content from streaming.
0: I'm not going to sit there and let your mic's off right now because I have the board. Listen, I'm not going to let you I am not going to let you down talk yourself on your own show. So stop. You work very h- stop. Stop. Look at me. Look at me. No. Look at me. You look at me right now. We're doing this on the show. You not going to school, and this is for people at home too. Look at me. Don't move on right now. I'm being dead serious. Look at me. I will turn your mic back up if you were looking at me. Look at me. <laughs> you or anyone else not going to school does not define what you do with your life and how you are valued as a person. We as a society put so much weight on going to school And here's the thing. It should be a thing if you want to go to school. Hmm. You are good with your hands. You are in the union. You are working hard. You have a good job. Randy never went to college a day in his life, and he is a successful human being. Kevin never went to college a day in his life, and he is a very successful human being. There are tons of people out there who never went to college, and they are very successful. The success you create in life is dependent on what you want to do.
1: I know. I know. I wasn't so don't
0: talk. I myself. know, but you still moved away from it. Where you should be proud of what you are doing with your life. Don't don't uh. make comparisons ever anyway. to that. Anyway, let's continue with Disney the news. Plus, will I love you, asshole. Content.
1: Disney Plus will start adding Hulu content as part of a one app experience. Yes. So they're trying to combine everything now, so you don't have to have one than one app. I that think that actually wouldn't though. be really. Yeah, yeah be I bad. Think that's a great idea. So do they combine the prices then?
0: What are they gonna do?
1: Because
0: I mean, we pay for both right now. Right?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. But, so, but also, they have that bundle with ESPN too. So how does that work? I don't. I don't fucking know. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom is the already the best reviewed game on Open Critic ever. Holy shit!
0: But what A are strong so,
1: ninety-seven average? So what are? Do we know what user reviews are? Yeah, for it, like, do, are users I reacting positively? Any, I haven't seen any user reviews. Um, I wonder what that because that's one of the things Tyler had mentioned. Yeah, that it wasn't running the best. Did he buy it? No, I don't think so. Because he was um, say he said that thing in the chat last night about yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> like with Breath of the Wild, you could technically beeline. Um, sorry, there's a crack in my phone. Uh, you could technically beeline the game. <laughs> first world problem. And it happens to be it quickly. Uh but you have to be pretty dang good to beat the game to pull it off. There's also some key differences. Learn what is it- Oh, no, I'm not clicking the bio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh duh, 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 duh. what else do we have? Uh Tears of the Kingdom includes a weirdly ridiculous a truly ridiculous tribute to Link's awakening. That's cool.
0: I loved it. One of my favorite things about Breath of the Wild were the different um, sections of the map l- named after, like, characters in old games or locations in old games or, like, there's a, there was a Midna. Like, one was named after Midna. Like, there was a pass, like a Midna's Pass yes, or something. Yes. I was like, are you kidding? Like, that's there's so cool. a lot cool. of cool stuff
1: in there. Like, man, I can't wait to play that game. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom's ascend ability was originally a developer cheat code. Oh, so the Ascendability in that game was a cheat code. Sick! Uh, you will soon be able to go fast in Sonic the Hedgehog. Crocs gotta go fast. I kind of wanted to say <laughs> gotta go faster. Timer. Gotta go faster, 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 faster. As great as Tears of the Kingdom is. You still can't pet dogs.
0: There's always gonna be one person trashing something out of the game. That's the that's the, like one thing is like no no video is like a hundred percent positively reviewed on YouTube. Like there are always trolls that are no. like pulling it down. Well, into like it,
1: it's not even a bad thing. It's just like oh, I want to pet the dog. You know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it's not even. But it's like you literally can't have anything. For- these days. Even the
1: most perfect thing. Uh, so Fast X Vin Diesel hints that the finale could be a trilogy. Sprite reports that Fast 11 would make or er, mark the end of the franchise's long run Vin Diesel let slip on the Fast X red carpet that the finale could now actually be a three-parter. Whole one wants that. I want to know...
0: I want to know... who's still in the theaters on opening night for a new fucking Fast and Furious movie.
1: Tyler? I don't
0: even think he is Anymore like that He
1: will be He'll be sitting in his home theater Watching oh it my God. In his home theater <sighs> Speedrunners have Like I said Speedrunners have already Beat Tears of the Kingdom In 94 You're minutes Crazy um. In exactly one hour, 34 minutes, and 33 seconds, a speedrunner has already defeated Tears of the Kingdom on launch day, no less. On launch day. What? That is cr- Okay. But that's what... That, that I will say is a little crazy. Like, what the fuck? On launch what sh- day, he beat it? Holy shit. For that's... Specifically for clout. That's insane. I don't... Who knows if it's for clout? Come on, not. though. Like, why but else? That That is crazy. Why else? What, what possesses you to do that on opening day?
0: Like, who needs to do that? That's... Yeah. You get no enjoyment out of the game that way. Gotta beat it. Gotta beat it. Gotta beat it. Enjoy the fucking game for a second. I've played, like yeah that's the thing is like i talk about spyro so much but it's because as a kid i beat that game over and over and over again because it was so much fun for me like it it never got old like doing that never got old for me now it's a competition like even the story-based games are a competition what are we doing yeah that's fair that's fair Leave the competitiveness to like Apex and Fortnite and PUBG and Call of Duty and Smash Bros. and Mortal Kombat. There's a whole genre of games for that. Leave it out of the story mode games. Like why put pressure on people to do that? That's the this is the same problem. So I'm it's a video game problem, but this is also a general problem across the board where like the streaming age too has made people like try and binge things as fast as humanly possible to the point where I swear to God, they don't even take in the episode. I just, they watch the first and last five minutes I feel like, and then try and get spoilers out there as fast as possible Uh, on people. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. It's, it's a first world problem and it's a, it's a, how quickly we're absorbing media problem (laughs) in this day and age. But it's just sit back and enjoy your video games for a second. You don't need to beat that in an hour. You spent $75 on a video game to beat it in an hour.
1: That's fair.
0: must be nice to have that kind of money. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I'm sorry. I'm done ranting. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, Um, Elon Musk steps down as Twitter CEO. Oh, no. His successor.
0: This is, is his Linda successor Grimes?
1: L- Linda Lacarino? Lacarnino. Lacarino. Sorry. Lacarino. I don't know. I, I don't I'm know. I'm saying it anymore. Re- regardless Tyler's of how you say it. He's going to make fun of original. me more and more the more I say names. So, I, I can't wait for him anyway, to that up Monday. While we were talking about earlier. Willem Dafoe is joining. There it Michael is. Keaton and Jenna Ortega and Beetlejuice too. See, like the casting sounds great. It sounds like
0: fun, but like uh, again, I need to stop. I need to monitor how much I'm saying. Like on this, I keep talking about <laughs> my consciousness of it, but. I I so casually flip into it when I'm trying to think of things. So I'm going to try and speak slowly at this point in the future so I don't say it again. The casting doesn't seem like a problem. The script will probably be good, but why I don't know. Why make a sequel? Or why not call it like Beetlejuice, Reborn? Or something like that.
1: I know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Maybe it will be called something else. Maybe that's just the project name is Beetlejuice too? Who yeah. Knows? I don't know. Who knows? Um, last one Uh, Wonder Woman 800 will introduce Diana's daughter, Trinity. You good over there? Her daughter's name is Trinity. Trinity, yeah. You've never met anyone named Trinity? That's a normal name. I've actually met someone named Trinity.
0: So we're just going to ignore the fact that Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are referred to as the Trinity a million times in DC. And now Wonder Woman has a daughter named Trinity. Almost like it may be a mix well, of all three of them.
1: Well, now people are starting to call them the Big Three. So, and Tyler is very offended right now. I, I think will. Her, I will replace that list with Superman, Batman, and Green Lantern. I think that love you, Tyler. Uh her name is Trinity
0: because her fathers might be interchangeable. That's what I'm getting at here. What they refer to as say... the Trinity.
1: You saying Wonder Woman's a hoe? I'm... What are you saying?
0: I'm saying. What are you saying, in the, bro? In the words of Ty Dolla Sign, two of my bitches in the club, and I okay, think they know about each other.
1: Okay, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Maybe I'm just paranoid. We're done. That's all the news I got. Come on, am I not onto something here? No, Why, they no, her Trinity, Why they name her Trinity, Ben? Why they name her Trinity, Ben? Why they name her Trinity? Trinity ben?
1: is a normal name. Hey, who's her father? I don't know. I just read about it. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, Bet Diana okay. doesn't know who the father is. Okay. This is ridiculous. Um, Kendrick's album, Mr. Morell and the Big Steppers, released a year ago already. Damn. Yeah, it makes me sure. feel old. Johnny Depp's new deal with Dior is reportedly worth.
0: <laughs> Did you just find more news specifically so you can million. shut me
1: up about that? No, I don't know what you're talking Googling about. Googling who Trinity's father is right now. Oh. There. 18 year old man admits he fade, admits to fade we shooting Pop Smoke. Huh. Just some 18 year old kid.
0: Yeah, F him. One of hip-hop's most prominent voices. Or one of most promising voices, I yeah. should say.
1: Blueface being a scumbag and lighting up his cigarette or whatever with a $50 bill. What a dick. No, I could have <laughs> used that $50 at Sonic. Oh, my God. Okay. This Sonic last night, bro. Sonic in Elmwood. Listen. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell you guys were on last night. Well, listen, listen. I first of
0: all, you were generous enough to offer to go pick it up, which was like that led to like some of the problems that well, like your whole experience overall, I feel like just was a shit show from start to finish.
1: Well, yeah, kind of. So I, I go to pick – well, that's kind of true because I go to pick it up. I go to drive there, and um, I went the other way. So I went to turn onto Mang Street in order to get back onto Elmwood or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mang Street was blocked off. So I had to make a U-turn, turn around, go to Sonic. And, and so I finally make it to Sonic. Um I placed the orders in, um, and Julie was nice enough to pay for the food. Thank you, Julie. So I give uh, I give them Julie's card, and um, they give me the food, and they go, have, have a good day. I was like, thank you. And I drive off, and I'm driving la-da-da. I look next to me. I'm like, oh, shit. I need two drinks. They didn't give me the two drinks. So I turn around, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, they gave me the card, right? So I'm looking for the card. And I'm like, "Where's the fucking card?" And I'm I'm looking for it everywhere. I'm scrambling around. I'm like, "There's no card. Where is the card?" So I get I get back to Sonic. I get out of my car. I look everywhere. I go. I get inside Sonic and I ask. I'm like, "Hey, um, is there any chance there's a red card back there? Uh, could you just?" I was in the drive thru She was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take a look." Yeah, I was just sitting there. So they Fucking just never gave it back to you. Just didn't give it to me. I was like, "What an asshole!" So then the guy came out. He was like, "This is yours for sure." I was like, "Yeah," and I also was supposed to get two shakes. So I got, I got my, I got the two large shakes back and then i was on my merry way but it was just and a- then you got your slushie too right yeah i i had the slushie before that oh you had the slushy. yeah i had the slushie before that though it wasn't bad I got to say, it was, it looks more appetizing than it actually is. The ice to uh, juice ratio yes. could,
0: could use a little work.
1: Yes. But as it melts, it makes it a little. Better. I also asked for grape and they didn't give me grape. They gave you blue raspberry. So yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? bastard. So
0: sour taste. Like, I don't know. It's not that hard. Do Do better.
1: I don't know. It was just. Do better, was just people. Ridiculous. I was like, come on. Really? It wasn't that hard. No, it really so, wasn't at all. I don't yeah, know. That, yeah, was, that was definitely an experience for sure. Yeah. That's all the news I have. I don't think so. I don't have anything else. <laughs> Someone took a picture of steak. Oh, my God. I
0: can't. Thinking about how fucking Jerry Seinfeld was at my apartment last night. What's Don't the fucking- deal
1: with airplane
0: food? I looked over and Julie was ready to slap you at one point. <laughs> like, so hard. <laughs> when she looked at you one point, I was like, it's done. It's over. <laughs>
1: What's so wrong with that impression? It's good It's good You can't deny that it's good It's
0: hilarious when you do it for 30 (laughs) seconds When you do it for 15 minutes straight Like you (laughs) were doing it It becomes absolute (laughs) torture I can see myself Beaten Bloodied and like, kneecaps broken in an interrogation room with them being like, talk, and me being like, I'm not giving you shit. And they've tried everything. Like, I'm bleeding from every <laughs> orifice of my body. I am naked. They have like, they have like shock paddles on me. And they're like, we didn't want to do this. Bring them in. And then it's just you going, like,
1: What's the deal with it? I go, Daddy, you're all chained up. What's the deal? You don't want to tell them your secrets? It sounds like my marriage. I don't tell my wife so my then, secrets.
0: So then I have one of two choices. <laughs> I either confess that you and I both know that I am not doing and I am not giving up information, which leads to a second option, which is I stick out my tongue as far as I can. And then bite down as hard as possible to sever my tongue from my mouth and spit it on the floor so that I literally cannot say a word. Oh,
1: oh, Jerry Seinfeld has a way of making you talk. I won't be. I'll just bleeding be bleeding
0: out of my Put mouth. That
1: tongue, that God is tongue. Isn't that just crazy to say
0: You'd have to vomit for a second before <laughs> you I promise you that. Because when I pull the son when I pull a Sons of Anarchy and do that, where I literally bite my own tongue off and spit it on the floor to keep it myself from talking,
1: it's gonna be gross. Nasty even. Nasty. Oh and horrible. Then, and then while you're Biting your tongue off. I'm going to turn around and go, And what's the deal with airline food? We just lost
0: all our listenership. All of it. Oh, my God.
1: Impression is so good.
0: Can I talk about, like, two things real quick before... Well, I I brought it up. I shouldn't have.
1: Two things.
0: I've, two things. First, did you watch Umbrella Academy? No, you didn't. No, didn't. Um, second, <laughs> so three things, I guess. Um, number two, um, you have been... I wanted to break this kind of down in more detail. Um, I
1: thought you were going to say I wanted to break the news to you. No, no, no. So, uh,
0: <gasps> you have been hyping this up for a while, and I finally got the chance to sit down oh, yes, and yes, really yes, read yes, and yes. dissect it. I am catching up on Batman One Bad Day, and uh, the issue I happened to read this week was for Bane, one of my favorite Batman villains. Um,
1: I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So... It's probably my favorite uh, it might be one of my favorite stories they've done so far it's just because it takes him and Bane's relationship to a whole new level i i agree i agree it, with it's that. just um they huge it's just, just a whole new level of respect for both characters really so, for both of them for for Bain being willing to to carry out that promise to Batman and for Batman to be able to risk his life for Bane. Yes. You know, that was cool. So the
0: story told in this one, yeah, let's do that. And then I'll talk about the series as a whole, as Mm -hmm. I've seen it right now, uh, spoilers
1: for the comic, spoilers for the
0: comic. If, if you want to read it in the future, I'll, I'll try and keep this short and sweet. Um, but Bane is working as a wrestler. He has some sort of PTSD while doing the match and kind of flips out because he's getting old and he feels old. So he picks the guy he's working on and unscripted hits him with the backbreaker like he did Batman. Um, Gives him a stinger for a hot second. It does look like he's okay after because he comes to the locker room and says, like, hey, good, good work. Like, we really made them... Like sing out there tonight or whatever. So Bane's like this guy that once took over Gotham and broke Batman is working as like a pro wrestler for probably not much money at all
1: he's reenacting as a pro wrestler as a, yeah, as as Bane, Bane
0: as Bane breaking Batman and every yeah, night, and every night and break, yeah, and every night he goes out and breaks yeah that's the whole thing so that's that his whole thing. thing so yeah. he's still living in the shadow but he's he's super broken down he's he's his body's like kind of turned against yeah. him a little bit um and venom isn't a thing anymore um until this guy shows up at his house with Venom and says, I have this. And Bane immediately throws it in the fire and says, you have to tell me where you got this right now. And it turns out as they're going into a backstory, him and Batman made an agreement that they would destroy all the Venom that's left in the world because of how much it has poisoned Bane and his life. And how much he doesn't want others to have that and it to be turned into a weapon against the world. So they made a pact to find all the sources and destroy them. And then they would finish their beef with each other. Um, so in the process of doing this, Batman dies, quote unquote. And Bane explains that one of the reasons he has to finish it is because Batman died for him doing that and died for the cause, and now he has to finish. So it leads him to this factory where he was set up to come. uh, And he meets the guy who originally uh, gave him the Venom for the first time and worked on him, who is now like a roided-up freak himself. And... Uh, I love the back, by the way. I love the back too. And then, while in the hospital recovering, Batman visits Bane, and when he asks if he's going to finish it, he's like, "No, like this is we're kind of even where we are." And i I thought it was, I thought it was such a good summary of their relationship. Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought it, I thought it addressed it really, really well. I thought it. I thought the respect level between the two of them was shown really well in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish it would have gotten a little bit more into some of his backstory in, like, the prisons. Because that would have been cool. But they've also done media covering that in the past. So I can go to other storylines if I want to do that. It humanized him a lot. I liked that he was looking to rid the world of Venom. I love that more and more people are uh, seeing him as Bruce Wayne because he's obviously known forever that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Uh, so they see each other for who they are under the masks too, which I think is super interesting and super cool. Comparatively, probably in my top three as far as this series goes. It's so hard because I've loved all of them I've read so far. Two Faces I've probably loved the least out of all of them that I've read because it was just too. Predictable. It was the most predictable. Out it was of all just them.
1: really predictable. It was the
0: most predictable. And I know a lot about Harvey Dent as a person. I thought it was cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was a good great one. story. Great story.
1: It was just predictable.
0: Exactly. Um, but like, God, the Penguins was so good. Um, Mr. Freeze's I love the best out of all of them I think there was just such a really beautiful feel to that story Um, I have Clayfaces in my backpack that I have to pull out the Riddlers was obviously fantastic it's just this series is
1: oh I didn't read the Clayface one.
0: one One Bad Day is for a Batman fan it is. Uh, this
1: is one of the best series going on right it's now. It's a playground oh my god, for I sure. About that, oh my god! Which? Uh... I don't know. Here, hang on. Sorry, one sec.
0: Was it like a break? Like some? Something...
1: Y- yeah, it was. Oh, okay. it was a, One of the fight scenes. It's just
0: a gruesome. You know. Just a gruesome.
1: Uh. Sorry, I'm just... I'm trying to remember stuff that happens in this comic. No. It's been a while since I read it. Um, Yeah. I... Like I said before, I think this is one of my new favorites. Um, This is... Really, just just amazing. Everything they they do in this comic, art um, is beautiful too. So realize. one thing you underutilized in the storytelling here is oh, okay. Is um, it, he has, he is he's having kind of a psychic kind of thing where he's remembering his life. Oh yeah, during the whole match. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, seeing his everyone's mom and stuff. cheering yeah. his name. Bane, Bane, Bane. And the <coughs> guy comes back, and uh, he's never worked with him. He just wanted to, he was like, uh, I just wanted to tell you, I was a huge fan. I watched the Breaking of the Bat main event when I was a teenager, so he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And people are asking him for autographs and. And the guy's like, hey, there are two lovely fans that would love to show their gratitude. And he's just like, uh, uh, not tonight. I'd, I'd rather just go home, you know. And when he goes home, he has this huge mansion. And he sits in showers. He goes and he sits in the front of the fireplace. And right over the fireplace is the news headline for Mysterious Bane Breaks the Batman. So it's almost like he's trying to chase he, – he even mentions it. He's trying to chase and almost relive those glory days. Or almost that's what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then he came and then this kid comes in and offers him venom and says like, you could be like you again. And then like you said, he throws in the fire and he's like, I'm no – and throws it into the fire. He's like, I'm done with it. I destroyed everything. And he kind of remembers being Bane and kind of, you know, reminisces of how it felt, how powerful that was and everything. But he still, even then, he was just... He wanted to get rid of it everywhere. So then when he teams up with Batman... He teams up with that, like he they traveled the world. Well, leave together. some for people who want to read this one, man. Well, I'm just saying. I know it's, it's really good. And then you know, and then him and Bane fight together. And that's, I would. That was one part I just wanted to drive in the beginning. There, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. Very good. And. Um, and he is set up. The kid set him up from the beginning. Yes, the kid does did set him up from the beginning. But uh what I thought was super gruesome was just no venom, no venom bane can just rip off a person's jaw. Oh yeah. That's what and it was. It's was. just like holy shit. Yeah, the first up. time I saw that I was like, ah my hey, god. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was that was insane. And again, um and again, at the end of the comic, he's again offered to become peak again. And he's just like, no, I don't want that. That's not the life I want. Right. And, um, yeah, and then the end of the comic, too, is just absolutely, it's, it's brilliant. Just a, a absolute, 100% worth the read. Yeah. Worth the read. Absolutely check it out uh 10 out of 10 my but it was definitely Torres, really ben good ben torres's rating is i would definitely yeah, i think so i would definitely put it up there as well it i was, think it's really it was good. really i loved everything about this comic it was just really you may good. need a bigger sleeve for that cuz they rip at the edges yeah, with how thick that one the is the art style was just the art style is great the storytelling is great. Just everything about this comic is great. Yeah, um, yeah, 10 out of 10. I have I'm
0: the reading. Clayface one in my bag right now that I uh will be reading. Uh Yeah,
1: I've got to I've got to
0: read more. Yeah, I've got to catch up on some stuff. Um but I am also I I'm caught up on the issues I have of Gotham City Year 1, so I finished issue 3 uh, ah. when I read it. So when we last left our hero, he had uh, Our Hero. He had punched uh, to, uh Richard Wayne in the face. Uh, Richard Richard at the grave. Um So it cuts to him in another interrogation room where they're interrogating this black kid and uh the cop has a gun and he's like, he's like, oh, like, are you lying? He's like, this is my lie detector. It's going to tell if you're lying or not. And then it shoots and there's an actual bullet in the gun and it shoots through his hand. And he's like, oh, well, weren't supposed to be bullets in this thing. I'm sorry, kid, or whatever. And Slam just starts beating the shit out of the cop. Like, he just, like, loses it and breaks and starts, like, it. goes So I'm, uh, I got to look back and remember like, what timeline that's under uh, that that happened and in what way. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he ends up dropping Richard Wayne off with the bodyguard. The bodyguard's like, what happened? He's like, And he's like uh he he wouldn't calm down so i had to calm him down or whatever and he, he was like he's probably going to wa- want to come after me when he's up so like he's just kind of anticipating that so he goes back to his office this is again there's so much detail in this it, like series like because it's so talky and it's so noir that i'm just kind of trying to re- pull up the parts like the blanket summary that i can remember from it um So Constance ends up coming to his office, which he did not expect to see her. And turns out she convinced Richard not to go after uh, Slam, Hmm. but got the shit beat out of herself in defending him. So, and then uh, she says they have actually some really good, like, noir-style dialogue that goes on through this about, like, her, she's like, you don't, she said something, she says something at one point until like along the lines of, you don't realize you're a clown in life until you look in the mirror and you're wearing the powder or something like referring to like the powder she's using to cover up. Her I bruises. see. Yeah. So like, I, I thought that was like the writing's really good, mm-hmm. um, which I believe Tom King's the lead, right? Uh, the lead on the series. So it makes sense that mm-hmm. it would be, so uh, then Slade ends up getting kind of back on track. He goes to his mother, who his mother is – he's looking for that girl that had traced him. So he goes to his mother, and his mother, I believe, gives homes to certain girls or something
1: Oh, like okay, that. yeah
0: trying to remember exactly because I feel like I might be confusing the two issues but I definitely remember what happened at the end of this issue yes okay so that's why so he she gives him the place of the, the address of the last known uh place she was staying so he okay. gets there and like the uncle's there and he fights the uncle or whatever and subdues him and the girl's just not in the house. And he's like, shit. He's like, no one's here except him. He's like, I just movie invaded this guy's home for nothing. And then he looks in the backyard and he's like, wait. He's like, the part a patch of dirt in the yard has been touched. Like it like that, it's freshly yeah. moved. So he digs and he gets to uh a spot. And he uncovers it, and it's the blanket with the... Uh, the baby's blanket with the owl on it, and it's covering up something. So it's probably Helen Wayne. Uh, but that's where it kind of ended is, like, the cliffhanger of is it or isn't it on that point. Oof. I don't know how many issues there are on this series, but I'm so excited to keep reading. So excited. Ow, I also found out that... um. Batman Joker the Deadly Duo. The last issue I picked up of it, that issue seven, is the end of the series, so I have to pick up those other couple issues, uh, so I can read that one consecutively too, because that yeah. was so damn good. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. A lot of good
1: Batman media out right now. Yeah, a lot of good Batman media out, for sure. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we gotta I gotta start reading more. But yeah. Um, too busy working and playing games and doing. And this you've and
0: been that. like you had the membership meeting pr- to prepare for this past True. week and stuff like that. You coming out, you and Ryan coming out as Lottie and Bernice was so brilliant. Oh, it was good. so good. It was so fucking funny. We didn't practice that. What were you? you were, did you
1: have balloons that you were using? What did you stuff yourself? with? We like? didn't have. DJ thought the bags that he gave us had the boobs and the butt, and it didn't. So I took Ryan's giant Among Us stuffed animal that was still in the back. I just scrunched it up and (laughs) stuffed it inside. It's convincing for sure. And just me I was just like oh, it's They were ugly. enormous. I it was, was hilarious. Like, it's outrageously large. It's absurd, but you know what? It worked perfectly. It's fucking whatever. I I, I yeah, that was a And then with the beard and stuff too. That was hilarious. I figured that would be hilarious. season next year is awesome. I'm so excited for this next season. I really am. So here's a story that
0: I've never told before publicly, I believe. I don't believe I've ever told this publicly. Hmm. So they announced Treasure Island that they're doing this year. Yes. When I... No, 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 no. (laughs) When that got announced for their 20... Well, 2013 oh, season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when they did it to, uh, so over, to, it was over 10 years ago yeah. now. So it would have been 10 years ago. Yeah, Like yeah, yeah. this past season. I was living in Kenmore. I had just done All Through the Night. And when I saw that they were doing Treasure Island and that... You know, because Jim Hawkins is like a younger character. Like you need somebody. And at the time I was 19. Mm-hmm. You need somebody like in that age range to play him. Mm. Ish.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Ideally. De- depending on how strong the actor is. Or yeah. Not. Um, and I was one, working my life away at Budways, <laughs> Two, in school. Three. I lived in Kenmore, so I don't have tons of reliable ways to get to rehearsal, unless you know I'm catching rides off somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I so I had to miss out on that one. So I saw it twice because I was dating someone who was in the cast at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I dated. So I saw it twice and the second time I saw it I came home and I just started sobbing Aww. sobbing so bad cuz I was like that was my role like that Aww. was it and I thought that it's weird thinking about that now because at the time I thought that was the only opportunity I was going to get
1: to get like a chance to like that.
0: to get something like to get kind of a a, a chance to prove myself or to play something or like and uh, that was when I made the decision to move back to NT which was really strange so I, I did that and then I really wanted to help with final notice in some way because I just missed mm-hmm. I, I just missed everything so I came back for final notice and then we did Godspell that summer and all of a sudden just like that for Godspell there was like all of a sudden there was a role. Yeah. All of a sudden. And, like, that happens, and all of a sudden I start getting recognition for playing Jesus doing that.
1: That is crazy. And
0: then, like, the next year was the year I really, like, took off in school, and then started, like, getting leads through that, and then come back for—and then after school, come back for Noodles, and, like, just just everything that's led to this point now. So— Fast forward to backstage in Frankenstein. I'm talking to Chris Fire, who played Jim Hawkins in the, in the last Treasure Island mm-hmm. when they did it. And he's asking if I was in Treasure Island last time. And I was like, no. I was like, but I saw it a bunch of times. I loved it. And he goes, you'd make a really good Jim Hawkins. <laughs> Which was really, and I grinned.
1: It's just a, yeah, reassurance.
0: And I... In a way, because reassurance, yes. Because now I got everything I wanted where I could be seen for that. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny because now I'm like, no. That role's not mine anymore. I'm too old for that. Like, it, that needs to go to... See, I just fucking caught myself saying "like" again. Um, <laughs> it needs to go to somebody who would really capture that role well for that age range right now. Yeah, and I would static and I would do it if there was no one else that I think could take that role. Yeah, but I think there is somebody very specific who I could see making a really good Jim Hawkins hmm. this season. And I really want them to go out for that show because I think that their, that their villain playing ability from this past season, villain quote-unquote villain playing ability from this last season could be turned around into the hero role so well and I think it would be another chapter in an acting master class that they could just keep adding to those things. Uh, yes. And I think that person should really go out for that show when they do auditions. Okay. So you hear that, VJ? You better go out there. Okay. I'm, as long as you're... You're... Okay. The look you just hear gave that, me... that, VJ? Listen. The look you just gave me makes you... It makes me think you know what I'm talking about.
1: So just – Yeah, VJ. <laughs> I'm going to be – most of the shows next season I'm going to be auditioning for anyway. So I, okay. I'm i not going for any rules. I wasn't talking about sp- you. I'm just kidding. If, I'm not going I'm just for kidding. Any roles specific. yeah. VJ. VJ, it's just VJ, VJ. VJ I just wanted to see VJ. VJ is isn't going for any roles just, specifically in Treasure Island.
0: Ooh, there's a good spiral staircase role for you in there too. Yeah, I'm excited them, for
1: yeah. spiral staircase, but yeah, I kind of I kind of get that. Um, I'm, so it, it kind of being, I'm so excited for this next season. So excited. Kind of wanting the chance to to um to prove yourself. Because it it's weird. Because I felt that way multiple, like, almost every time I'm on stage. But I felt like I've had to prove myself the first time when I was, you know, when I got Huck Finn. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I had to prove myself in Lonnie and Bernice because I played... Stashu and sit in Stanley, and then I played uh uh we did Hal and Sal. So then I had to be like I am young Jesse. I have to be the best I can be, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's so, a there's a weird layer that comes with that pressure. Yeah. Always. So then I was like, okay, I have to, you know, I have to really body Jesse. And then um and then, even for like, even for Frankenstein, I was like, I think and this is what I because they called me up for the membership meeting to talk about it, and I kind of wish I said this instead. Everyone, I think, had the exact same reaction as I did, which was, "Wow, I'm." Ben's the creature. (laughs) What the fuck? That's what? That doesn't make sense. I was very very shocked to find that out. But at the same time, I also trust DJ. Mm -hmm. And I trusted that if he saw the ability in me to do it, then I'm going to push and find where it was in there. Yeah, to absolutely. play the creature. So I'm definitely. I think I'm just back. I'm. I'm gonna try auditioning for every show. If I'm not auditioning, we're gonna to try to do lights or usher or do something. I'm just I think just you should. I think
0: on. it's just a way to de-stress too and be around your friends. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure, I, th- I think i I might audition for Sweeney Todd. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah.
0: If Worst not, that happens
1: is you're not in it. Yeah. If not, I might ask DJ if I could just be like a background singer, maybe. To like Sweeney doing. Sanchez. their... Okay. Okay.
0: So they're doing this by Britney. Britney Todd. Uh, Um, Oh, Lordy. That... Well, that was... I, I guess I could end it as we were... You know, on the subject we were just talking about before with Ghostlight where... So we had the membership meeting on Monday. Yeah. You got called up to speak on Frankenstein. And... It was, I was, first of all, I was so proud, like, watching you. You were really articulate with how you broke that down. And there's so much to say about it. And I thought you summed up what Don asked you in a really nice way. Mm-hmm. And then Don told one of my biggest secrets from that show, which I cannot believe that he picked up on so well.
1: I yeah I didn't even notice it. I didn't notice it until after he said it, and after that I was like, "Oh wow!" I it was like dominoes, really, and then every I, moment, and then I sat back and I was like, "Was I doing that?" And then I realized I was like, "Oh my god, I wasn't like." Uh, uh, it, it's it really you is did surprising. no you did you did both hey. so
0: he it it, it was. It was spot on, one, because it was so important for me to do this show with you that I also I wanted to make sure that you were getting the the proper look, mm-hmm. too, with it. But that's, that's a scene partner's job no matter what circumstance you're in. You're supposed to make your partner look good in, in any scenario. That's covering if the, uh, a beat gets missed. That's helping with anything that could possibly go on with that. You, you help your partner, and you work through it. And you, you're you easy to do that with him because I fully trust you. I was able to, like, fully let my guard down within that. But also, very early on, I decided that Victor was very wrong
1: yeah. in what he did.
0: You the, had mentioned that. He, he, he pushed, he pushed, he pushed. And then he just abandons you as soon as he creates you. Mm-hmm. And that's – it's terrible. It's terrible to watch you go through everything that you go through. So he's definitely the villain. There's there's no doubt about it. I could say that. so removed from the situation is he's – you could see his nobility at the beginning of it. Well, again – But in it, the
1: end, is he the villain? It, yeah. It's – Crazy though because it really is all dependent on how it's played. It's Don, Don because, was
0: right. The audience
1: became the villain for yeah, watching. Yeah. And for it's cheering for you. It's all about and even it's even the cast too, you know. It and Don had mentioned before it would have been easy to make a um a big um, you know. Uh, Frankenstein, big monster coming, you know, and, you know, obviously he's the monster and the villain, and but um, it was tougher to actually break it down and try to have the audience make you feel bad for you instead. A creature that everyone knows, oh, yeah, this is a villain. It's practically the, vers- the first zombie ever made. Um, And I have to somehow fight for their feelings and be like I'm actually not the bad guy here yeah. you know but it easily could be just another monster story absolutely you no know? um, really can't but he what he said I can't even
0: sum up what he said because Don speaks so eloquently and breaks things down so well that I can't possibly begin to you know go try and repeat what no, he yeah. said But I do want to say something real quick to the Ghostlight Theater specifically. And I'm probably going to post this, too, so that they can see this at some point. Yeah, yeah. I showed up to the Ghostlight when I was 12 years old with no acting experience. I could sing. I kind of knew the beats to acting and kind of what people had to do, but I had no direction with it. I found a place that I really liked and I really enjoyed because, you know, you could pretend to be this person you weren't and there were always fun people around and there were girls of course you know you you d you and dj have talked about that before how there's yeah. been like
1: oh yeah it, it, that's
0: that happens when you grow up i
1: remember one rehearsal i was flirting with a girl and i didn't go on stage of and m- i got yelled at my for first
0: summer at Ghostlight, i had this huge crush on one of the girls oh, that yeah. was in the kit but like
1: that's just how it goes it's summer love. That first
0: summer I was the clueless cactus and I still see myself as that in a lot of senses. And I have been very public about the fact that like I felt very lost over the past couple of years, like trying to figure out what I'm doing and where my steps are and where I belong. And the Ghost site has never been a place that judges you or, uh, holds time away against you or anything like that. And when I came back this year, I was able to just jump right back in where I left off. And I wanted to at least be able to add something. That was my only goal ever at Goal Sliders, just to be able to add something and to be able to Go as far as I could and, you know, help give them a good name. Like, never tarnish their name anywhere I went. And this year, Night of the Living Dead was something very different for me and something I really liked. I had to think tactically. I had to think. Oh, it was different it was very, for me, too. Yeah, sitting at the sidelines.
1: Yeah, sitting on the sidelines watching you hold two guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you really feel about yeah. that? Okay. Well. <laughs> Don said the first thing I was going to say to DJ and I did was, why didn't I get two guns? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, And then just to be back for the, at the
0: Christmas show to see what they did with that, to be back for Frankenstein, which – I just wanted to put my heart and soul into that for that theater, specifically for that cast, for DJ, for Don, for you, for Amanda, for uh Isabel, for everybody who was on the stage. For, the for cast, Sean, yeah. for yeah, for Juliet, for all of them. I I just wanted to be able to be a good like team captain for that group and you as well. You did a really great example mm. of that. And then to be able to come back for noodles to give notes that night, I know it seems like such a little thing, but to be able to, for Frankenstein, no, for oh my god, not for noodles for here we sit. Oh, for here we sit. For here, here we here sit. For here we sit. I'm saying noodles like I'm in freaking 2017 <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> to come back for here we sit, and to be able to give notes and to have the opportunity to give that input and just to have that happen to you where they're asking you for your opinion on something that you should have no input on really whatsoever. I really shouldn't have any input on what they do. Well,
1: actually, you, you have pretty big input. What do you mean? But my thing is like,
0: in my mind, it's almost like, well, what, what does that matter? Am I going to add anything or, or do anything? And uh, just to have that opportunity and to see a lot of them when I came back incorporated and absorbed in a lot of ways, that meant a lot. Because I always preface things with, like, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Do what you'll do. Like, But to see that it was taken so seriously... Mm-hmm. It makes me realize that I I'm not I'm really not the clueless cactus anymore. That's what like this year, like when I ended it, when I looked at the season flyer and I looked and I saw you on the back and then I open it and I see myself in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It reminds me that like our work hasn't been for nothing. Yeah. Like I've just, there there I go saying it again. I've caught myself saying like ten times in the past.
1: It is what it is, man.
0: I had when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was like be the best actor in North Tonawanda and now I'm one of the I'm on the sh- the shorter list for one of the better ones in Buffalo. Like mm-hmm. and even if it even if that's not true, like no one can take that
1: that feeling for
0: for a lot of senses mm-hmm. and god I just feel like I'm ready to like just give much more to it that's why I'm ready to that's why I want to direct now that's mm-hmm. why I want to do this show with hopefully you DJ and Madison if she says yes I hope to god she says yes for mm-hmm. it but uh, I just I think that that's something I can start tapping into mm-hmm. I think that if you just well round it and bring it like now it's time to start giving it back and put in putting the energy in different places. Mm-hmm. So to put a bow on that, thank you to the ghostlight theater for always thank you, being there for me yeah. and for uh, helping me to grow and help me feel special. And the fact that at this meeting and these past three months now, there have been so many people talking about how Frankenstein's going to be like a comparison point to a lot of other things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's crazy to me to think about because I was—I never should have been in that position at all. <laughs> I just—I'm a kid from North Tonawanda who did, who never wanted to stop learning and got really lucky to be in the position he's in. And yeah. That's kind of that. I felt good about Frankenstein, and I love that Frankenstein silence is going to be a term.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that Used term. forever there.
0: Anyway, for more Ben, you can catch What's Going On every Monday or Tuesday, depending on when they're in during the week. Their last episode was hilarious and features the one and only big show on the intro.
1: Doing yeah, his I own I can't theme. believe he was able to come on. I really, I'm really grateful. A, so that's a spoiler. For you a guys. Big bad show. It's going to be a big bad show. I'm, I'm big, bad really. Your guys are going to be shocked. Um, I was really. He just came in the studio. He sat down, and it was <laughs> awesome. Um, Twitch.tv
0: slash Steve the number four cheese for cheese man. You can also listen to him on Goat Games. Resident Evil should be coming out any day now, if it's not already out, so make sure you go check it out. Eat Sleep list every Friday. This week we did our top 10 fictional characters we relate to the most, mm-hmm. and that was actually inspired by our episode last week, because mm-hmm. we were talking about our, I, it, I got the wheels turning for me a little nice, bit. Nice. Uh, you can catch Noise Candy every Sunday or so, whenever there is new hip-hop to talk about. Uh, and you can catch the Ghost Lights podcast every Monday night slash Tuesday morning. It comes out. I'm taking over Let's editing say, yeah. for that, so I will be uh, giving a more consistent timeline <clears throat> for when that will be coming out, even though it is very consistent as far as when it's coming out right yeah. now, because Matt's awesome. Uh, other things I'm trying to think of. I will be on crafting and drafting coming up very soon we are recording this Friday for it, so I'm hoping that episode will be out relatively soon. I don't know fun. what we're going to be drafting, but I'm looking forward fun, to it. Fun, that. fun, fun. Um, and then you can catch me on the next episode of What's Going On this week. It'll be out. So we'll be in tomorrow to record. Uh,
1: sir, we might also have another guest. Oh, God. Let's we'll see.
0: Chaos. Absolute chaos. Um for now take care of your mental health sun is shining out there go read your comic books and uh, yeah
1: we all end it the way we always do yeah i guess so
0: with a uh one two three See see ya